Hello, I'm Andrew Fitzgerald, and it's that time of month again where we delve into five of the most disturbing true crime cases that have happened around the world. This month, we begin with a wild discovery of primate fossils, a.k.a. Bigfoot, on an Arctic island. Then we have a surprising development in the bone-chilling homicide case of a little girl who was brutally murdered back in 2012. After that, we share news about an AI that participates in our search for extraterrestrial life out there. And then a tragic, unsolved true crime case about a teenage girl and her dad. And finally, we have the mysterious missing persons case of a man you may have heard of before because he runs the Church of Scientology. Now where is David Miscavige? Here are the strange and scary mysteries of the month for February 2023. Number 5. Arctic Fossils of Bigfoot Despite decades of research and investigation, the mysteries surrounding the existence of species like the Yeti in the Himalayas, the Almasti in Central Asia, and Bigfoot in North America still persist. However, new findings may bring good news and shed new light on this entire dilemma. A study conducted by the University of Kansas and the Biodiversity Institute and Natural History Museum revealed that more than 50 million years ago, relatives of modern-day primates lived above the Arctic Circle on what is now known as Ellesmere Island. This island, located in the northernmost part of Canada, is just slightly smaller than Great Britain and is close to being called a no-man's land. Today, it barely has 100 people living within it at any given time, and most of those individuals are just transient settlers like scientists and researchers. However, Ellesmere Island hasn't always been a frigid and unforgiving place. In fact, it was once a warm and temperate environment with an ancient ecosystem similar to that of modern-day Cypress swamps found in the southeastern United States, places like Alabama or Arkansas. Now, during that time, Ellesmere Island was home to many primate animals, including two previously unknown species that have since been identified as Ignatius McKenai and Ignatius Desone. Fossil evidence suggests that these two primate relatives were the first known primates to have lived in the latitudes north of the Arctic Circle. They apparently belonged to a single ancestral species that migrated from the middle of North America to Ellesmere Island all those years back. According to the paper, Ignatius had a unique appearance that was a cross between a lemur and a squirrel, growing to about the size of a domestic cat. However, unlike its modern descendants, Ignatius had eyes located on the sides of its head instead of facing forward, as well as claws on its fingers and toes instead of nails. These arctic primates evolved to have strong jaws and teeth that could handle tough foods like nuts and seeds. This adaptation was necessary as temperatures in Ellesmere Island dropped over time, and so, in order to survive, Ignatius and other species had to adapt to the changing environment. Eventually, Ignatius and its kin went extinct, but other variations of the species managed to move back south in search of a slightly warmer climate. And this is where the Bigfoot theory comes in. Considering that these so-called cryptids are primate or primate-like creatures, it's possible that they may have evolved from these two smaller ancestors 
or at the very least, are related to them. Skeptics believe that the species Gigantopithecus, which existed around 1 million years ago and stood almost 10 feet tall, are most likely the descendants of Bigfoot. However, realizing how the McKenai and the Donsane had managed to adapt to the conditions of Ellesmere Island 50 million years ago, it is possible that the Gigantopithecus did the same, and so ultimately, all of these creatures are related. The recent discovery highlights the importance of adaptation for survival, and it wouldn't be surprising if this helps experts piece together the evidence that shows how all these creatures, both large and small, evolved over time and into the mysterious cryptid that fascinates so many people today. Number 4. The Murder of Opelika Jane Doe The murder of a young child is one of the most heinous crimes one could commit as it's difficult to fathom how anyone could take the life of someone so innocent. While these killings are often committed by strangers, this story shows that a parent can be just as capable of such a heinous act, which makes it all the more terrifying. In 2012, a woman and her son discovered a human skull half buried in the backyard of their trailer park in Opelika, Alabama. Shocked and terrified by what they found near the bank of their creek, they immediately contacted the authorities, who then uncovered additional human remains, including a pink, long-sleeved shirt with heart buttons and ruffles. Investigators discovered that the skull they had found belonged to a young African-American girl, estimated to be somewhere between four and seven years old. As they delved deeper into the case and the evidence, they uncovered some horrifying details. The bone analysis revealed that the child had likely suffered from severe malnourishment, and there was also a visible deformity in her left eye socket. While it couldn't be verified for sure, experts do believe that this deformity could have been caused by injury or abuse. Then the Opelika Police Department determined that this baby Jane Doe had likely died from blunt force trauma to her body, as evidenced by numerous fractures in her skull, ribs, shoulder, and arms. Her death was immediately ruled a homicide, and it is believed to have occurred sometime between the summer of 2010 and 2011. Opaliga authorities then worked with several agencies, including the FBI, to try to identify the young victim. But unfortunately, due to the deterioration of the remains, none of them were able to reach a conclusion. However, in 2022, Opelika police enlisted the help of two private genealogy research companies, Othram Labs and Astria Labs. Othram successfully retrieved DNA from the skull while Astria extracted it from Jane Doe's hair. By October then, police were able to identify the infant's father as Lamar Vickerstaff Jr., Vickerstaff had spent most of his childhood and adult years in Opelika before joining the U.S. Navy, which required him to relocate to several different cities over the years. When detectives attempted to notify Vickerstaff, who was now living in Florida by then, about his child's death, he allegedly refused to provide any information about Jane Doe's identity. Just simply wouldn't tell the authorities what her name was, and his wife Ruth who was discovered not to be the biological mother, acted the same way. 
So the investigation then led authorities to search for the child's mother, who was eventually identified as Sherry Wiggins. Wiggins, who was 37 years old, revealed that the victim's name was Amori Wiggins, and she was born in January of 2006, and full custody had been awarded to Mr. and Mrs. Vickerstaff in 2009. Wiggins explained that she had been found by the court to be unfit to raise Amori, and thus forced to give up her maternal rights. At the time, Wiggins believed that Amore would be well taken care of by her father, but investigators later discovered that the child was never enrolled in school or even taken to see a doctor. With that information in hand, in January of 2023, police went ahead and arrested the Vicar staffs. Lamar was booked on suspicion of murder, with Ruth being charged with failure to report a missing child. Although it's yet to be proven, many believe that the couple neglected their parental duties towards the child, and worse, more likely played a role in her untimely death. Number 3. AI Searches for ETs For decades, we've been searching for answers about whether we're alone in the universe or not. The tries we might, and no matter how many balloons we shoot down, the data is inconclusive, That is, assuming we're being told all the data. Anyway, now with the advancements in technology, specifically artificial intelligence, we can get them to assist and dig deeper in our search. SETI, which stands for the Search for Extraterrestrial Intelligence, has its goal as detecting artificial-looking electromagnetic radiation signals that may have come from a technologically advanced civilization in galaxies far, far away. In order to achieve this, researchers for SETI typically point telescopes at a specific area in the night sky and listen for radio transmissions. They're looking for a specific frequency, known as a techno-signature, which could potentially indicate the presence of an alien civilization. Basically, a techno-signature is anything that will be made by something other than what's found in nature. So, that's going well, but the challenge lies in sifting through a colossal amount of data that comes in every hour, every day, all year round. This task is then complicated even more by the interference of Earth's technology, things like phone signals, GPS, and other stuff that can produce false positives. Recently, though, to address this issue, researchers from the University of Toronto have developed an alternative solution They have created an AI capable of running complex algorithms to filter out the real signals from the other noise. So simply put, this new AI technology can work faster and more efficiently than the outdated algorithm that was previously used. And interestingly, the study found that by using this new technique, the AIs were able to pick out more than 10 potential signals from 150 terabytes of data collected between 2017 and the present. Peter Ma, the head of the study, was able to narrow these signals down to eight distinct results. These signals were detected from five different stars, located between 30 to 90 light-years away from Earth. And so, the scientific community and the world are eagerly awaiting Ma's findings to see if these signals could be the sought-after techno-signatures. We're monitoring them, and if they can make some sort of pattern or structure out of them, then we will know that they were created by aliens, 
somewhere out there in the cosmos. Number two, daughter of unsolved murder case victim found dead. Gun-related violence continues to be a growing problem in our country, and a recent tragic incident involving a young girl highlights this issue. 15-year-old DeAsia Green was found fatally shot in an alley in Toledo, Ohio in January of 2023, and the sensitive nature of the case has prevented the police from releasing all the details of the crime, but we do know that Green was reported missing on January 3rd after she was last seen at her home on December 31st. Her family had been searching for her and went to one of her best friend's house that she used to stay over at, hoping to find her there, but... Unfortunately, no one there had seen her. When DeAsia went missing, her mother reported exchanging text messages with her, but the teenager chose not to reveal her whereabouts. The investigation revealed that this was not the first time DeAsia had run away from home, and she had done so many times before. Despite this history, though, DeAsia's mom begged detectives that this particular incident was different, and unfortunately, by the time she was found, it was too late. Several days after the shooting, police had no leads going, but on day eight, law enforcement agencies did make an announcement that they had arrested a single suspect in connection with DeAsia's death. The suspect in question is a 15-year-old male, the same age as the victim, and he has been charged with murder and felonious assault. Of course, though, due to their ages, there's no other information about who the shooter was or how he was related to the teen. The unnamed suspect has been detained at the city's juvenile detention center and is expected to stand trial as an adult. Also, during the course of this investigation, it was discovered that the deceased was the daughter of an unsolved homicide victim named DeAndre Green. Mr. Green was shot on October 17, 2010, as he was leaving a bar in Toledo. Responders rushed him to the hospital, but he passed away six days later from multiple bullet wounds. DeAsia was only three years old when her father was tragically gunned down. Then 12 years later, she suffered the same bitter fate as he did. Number 1. David Miscavige Missing Scientology is one of the more controversial and secretive religions, and time and time again they seem to pop up in the news for one reason or another as they continue to captivate the world with its beliefs actions, and people involved. Recently, the organization has once again garnered attention, especially with regards to its main leader. David Miscavige, the de facto head of the Church of Scientology, holds the title of Captain of the Sea Org, which is the management group overseeing the organization. Comprised of the most dedicated and loyal members of the sect, Sea Org's influence on the group's inner workings is significant. Unfortunately, Ms. Cabbage's leadership has been marred by controversies, with one notable incident being the disappearance of his wife, Shelley, which first brought him under public scrutiny. Since 2007, his wife has not been seen in the public eye, but authorities claim that she is alive and well and has simply chosen to live a private life while continuing to serve the church. Although it wasn't directly suggested that Mr. Miscavige had any involvement in his wife's disappearance, a new controversy has emerged that is once again bringing him into the spotlight. 
In late January of 2023, it was reported that lawyers have been frantically searching for the 62-year-old in order to serve him a legal notice regarding a civil child trafficking case. The case has been brought forward by three former church members, Gawain and Laura Baxter and Valeska Paris. The plaintiffs claim that they were trafficked through the church's elite sea or group as children or forced to perform grueling labor for minimal pay. To make matters worse, they allegedly suffered from mistreatment and abuse at the hands of their supervisors. The complaint filed by them sheds light on the harrowing experiences that they were subjected to while under the organization's control. And this new development is sure to intensify the scrutiny of the Church of Scientology, as well as its leadership. As stated in the complaint, the plaintiffs were routinely deprived of sleep, given inadequate time to eat, and verbally abused and berated for making mistakes. And Miss Paris's testimonies paint an even darker picture than that. According to her, abuse of children was prevalent within the organization. She even recalls walking in on an adult Sea Org member acting very inappropriate with a young boy. Determined to bring justice to the victims, the plaintiff's lawyers are making every effort to serve miscavige with legal papers in order to bring him to trial. Unfortunately, their efforts have been in vain as he seems to have disappeared since the beginning of 2023, making it impossible to bring him to court. Recent reports suggest that miscavige may be hiding out at his grand Hacienda Gardens complex in Clearwater, Florida. Despite this lead, process servers have been blocked more than 27 times in the past few months. They've attempted to locate and serve the accused. Due to the lack of cooperation from Miscavige, the lawyers for the plaintiffs are filing a motion to declare him served. They argue that there is sufficient evidence to prove that he intentionally concealed his location and evaded personal service of process. On the other hand, a spokesperson for the Church of Scientology has dismissed the lawsuit as a money shakedown and claimed that the allegations are baseless and untrue. Given the organization's immense power and influence, many believe that the Baxters in Paris would face significant challenges in their legal battle, let alone emerging victorious. The power of the church is truly amazing. So that's going to do it, guys, for the strange and scary mysteries of the month for February 2023. I hope you enjoyed that. Please follow us on our social media for even more true crime-style content from me. And as always, thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate you and hope to see you in the next one.